0: And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards.
1: Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. One programming note to listeners, we'll be playing reruns from some of our favorite episodes starting today through Wednesday, May 26th. But we'll be back with new episodes on Thursday, May 27th. This episode was originally published in March. In order to make sure the most vulnerable Americans can get the COVID-19 vaccine, the Biden administration started sending COVID-19 vaccines directly to federally qualified health centers, more commonly known as community health centers. These 1,400 centers across the country serve a combined 30 million people, about two-thirds of which live at or below the federal poverty level. Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith, a professor at the Yale School of Medicine, as well as the leader of President Biden's Health Equity Task Force, told reporters earlier this month. Equity is our North Star here. You know, this effort that focuses on direct allocation to the
0: community health centers really is about connecting with those hard-to-reach populations across the country. So this includes people who are experiencing homelessness, you know, agricultural and migrant workers, residents of public housing, and those with limited English proficiency.
1: Nunez-Smith says another part of the community health center strategy is to help address vaccine confidence among patients. During the first phase of the program, 250 health centers across the country will get direct shipments of the vaccine, and the program will eventually expand to include any health center that wants to participate. Some community health centers are already getting vaccine doses through other distribution channels, like state and local governments. But like much of the rollout, it's been uneven. There was just a report from Bloomberg last week about a health center in Birmingham, Alabama, that serves mostly Black patients and hasn't gotten any vaccine doses yet. I wanted to see how community health center vaccine distribution was going so far, so I went to a nearby health center in Bremerton, Washington, across the Puget Sound from Seattle, called Peninsula Community Health Services, or PCHS for short. The clinic is not yet part of the federal program, but has been getting a steady supply of vaccines since December through partners and other distribution channels. People in line on this Friday morning in mid-February were mostly seniors, eager to get their second dose, like 82-year-old Margaret Lozier. For her, it was a clear-cut decision to get the vaccine.
0: I'm not stupid. <laughs> I, mean, if, I mean, that's the bottom line. <laughs> I, I think that a person, uh, considering how contagious this is, especially when they've got a new variety come in, that uh, one needs to take very positive action in regards to their health. Same with 60-year-old Alberto. Say fair, nothing to lose, and common procedure, common sense.
1: And longtime PCHS patient, 66-year-old James Miller. He had throat cancer a few years ago and was very eager to get the shot.
0: My provider uh, was very uh, helpful, and she was very happy that I had signed up and got, received my first vaccine. Because I, I went online right away to make this appointment. It was uh, very important to me and my family and the people I'm around, because I don't want to get anyone infected or be infected myself.
1: PCHS CEO Dr. Jennifer Kreidler-Moss says each day the center runs a vaccine clinic, it administers about 500 shots. The vaccines are going to a combination of current patients and the public.
0: We kind of have a three-pronged approach to what we're doing for vaccinations. Um, So every day that we do appointments, we kind of do sections of public-facing appointments that go just to the general public um, overall. Then we do um, same-day appointments, which are for our patients that are being seen that day and the providers and the clinics kind of administer those appointments. And then we do inReach um, going through our active patient list. Um, we run a patient-centered medical home model and a patient-centered dental home model, which means patients kind of get all their care coordinated through our agency.
1: PCHS serves about 35,000 patients in the Puget Sound area. Kreidler-Moss is excited that the Biden administration's focusing on equity to make sure some of the most vulnerable people, PCHS patients, are able to get shots. PCHS is starting to work with people who are hesitant. But kreidler says that's time-consuming and expensive, and the center hasn't gotten funding to dedicate to that yet. She's applying for some grants to hire vaccine educators, but she doesn't want to pull people away from direct patient care.
0: We are ready to start um, working on hesitancy as a purposeful project. It's just that there's no funding to do that. But when we start talking about having to, you know, help people navigate a system and reach out to groups and educate that, it's, you know, here's, here's the side effects. Here's what it looks like. Here's what second side effects look like. No, no one has really thought out that that, you know, takes time and people and resources.
1: Much like national trends, PCHS is finding some younger patients who don't think they'll get that sick if infected are hesitant to get the shot, as well as some pregnant women or women in their 20s and 30s who have fallen victim to some misinformation about infertility in the vaccine. And then there are the people who are against it for political reasons, like 80-year-old Bob and 79-year-old Taiki Malone's daughter. They're in line at the PCHS clinic to get their second dose, but Bob says he's not sure anything he says could convince his adult daughter to change her mind.
0: I would think the school teachers today want the shot, and she's just the opposite. Actually, what she told me, she doesn't want to be a guinea pig for Fauci. I'm from the old school. Get your vaccines if you need them. <laughs>
1: While the share of people willing to get the vaccine is growing month to month, recent polling from the Kaiser Family Foundation found that nearly 4 in 10 Republicans and 3 in 10 rural residents say they will either definitely not get vaccinated or only do so if required. And Black and Hispanic adults are more likely than white adults to say that they'll wait and see before getting vaccinated. Kreidler-Moss realizes that the distrust of government and medical institutions means that she needs to lean on trustworthy community leaders to get people vaccinated.
0: People can read. People can watch the news. People can read things put out by organizations and drug companies and, and all of that. It's just that it's an uncertain brand new vaccine and a brand new uncertain disease. So our approach is going to be to work with um, community leaders of communities at this point and ask them to be part of the solution. And we really think that's the way to reach people who are hesitant, not just simply more, you know, talking from some place of authority. I don't think that's going to be the answer.
1: So far, Kreidler Moss said PCHS is having some success working with community organizers, church leaders and agencies like Immigration Assistance Centers we're asking those community leaders to be the ones to kind of gather that group up and encourage
0: them to come for vaccination. Um, and that is working super well. Um, so we've worked with one of the Guatemalan churches down in Mason County. We had one of the commissioners work with the pastor. And then that group came up together in a bus. And so we are hopeful that that is going to help um, increase vaccination in groups that have some hesitant people within the group.
1: These personal connections are really powerful. As the Kaiser Family Foundation poll found, 5 in 10 people who had a close friend or family member get the shot say that they want it as soon as possible. That same poll found lower-income Black and Hispanic adults are less likely to say that they know someone who's gotten the shot. This gap reflects disparities in distribution thus far, exactly what community health centers like PCHS are trying to fix. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Right at home.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free
1: cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,